1: First responders are more than a thousand miles away. I'm Neil Eikenstein. The Biden administration had planned to confront new, potentially
2: more dangerous COVID variants, but there is a holdup. We'll explore that with Politico coming up in 10 minutes here on WTOP. Now, 8 o'clock.
1: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance.
3: I'm Jennifer Kuiper. In Chicago, North Korea fires more missiles as the U.N. Security Council fails to reach an agreement on how to respond to the North launching an intermediate-range ballistic missile over Japan earlier this week. Reporter Gavin Blair is in Tokyo with more on the latest launches. North
1: Korea fired two short-range ballistic missiles into the sea early Thursday morning local time as it continues an unprecedented flurry of launches. North Korea fired the missiles shortly after criticizing the U.S. for redeploying an aircraft carrier to South Korea's east coast. The U.S. and South Korea have been carrying out joint military exercises, something Pyongyang claims are a rehearsal
2: for invasion.
3: President Biden and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis together surveyed the damage done by Hurricane Ian. CBS's Stephen Portnoy reports. The
4: President says the response of Florida's Republican governor has been remarkable. I think he's done a good job. Mr. Biden said Florida and federal officials have been in lockstep. We have very different political philosophies. And we're, but he, we worked hand in glove. Ron DeSantis praised the president for swiftly approving a disaster declaration in advance of the storm. And he noted Mr. Biden has now doubled to 60 days, the period of time in which the federal government will pick up the cost of debris removal. This is really, really significant help, so we thank them for doing that. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News,
3: Washington. A federal appeals court panel orders another review of an Obama-era program preventing the deportation of hundreds of thousands of immigrants brought into the U.S. as children. CBS's Camilla Montoya-Galvez with the latest on the DACA program. A
4: federal appeals court in New Orleans has found that the Obama administration did not have the legal authority to create the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals or DACA program back in 2012. This is the second federal court that has now declared the program illegal.
3: Feds launched the One Pill Can Kill initiative to spread the word about the dangers of fentanyl pills being disguised and sold as prescription meds. DEA Special Agent in Charge, Orville Green.
5: Rainbow fentanyl is something that we've seen the cartels. Starting in February of this year, we've... Seized fentanyl, rainbow fentanyl, in approximately 21 states.
3: Our Jim Cursula reports on the latest developments in a fatal movie set shooting. Actor
4: Alec Baldwin says he has reached a civil lawsuit settlement with the family of the woman he fatally shot with a prop gun on a movie set last year. Baldwin also says he and his crew are heading back to the set of his movie Rust in New Mexico to resume
3: filming. A Texas death row inmate whose case clarified the role of spiritual advisors in death chambers nationwide has been executed. John Henry Ramirez was convicted in the 2004 killing of a Corpus Christi convenience store clerk. This is CBS News.
4: Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit
1: LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 8.03
2: on WTOP, Wednesday night, October 5th, 2022. Roslyn is 63, gradually falling into the 50s and 40s overnight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis for the top local stories we're following this hour. D.C.'s Deputy Mayor of Public Safety is charged with assault and battery and is now on personal leave. WTOP investigative reporter Megan Clority with those details.
0: In the video first obtained by Fox 5, D.C. Deputy Mayor for Public Safety Chris Geldart is seen in the parking lot in an argument with another man. According to the police report from Arlington County, this happened Saturday afternoon outside the Gold's Gym in Ballston after it says Geldart's car door hit the victim's parked car. In the report, Geldart, who is now charged with assault and battery, is said to have, quote, allegedly grabbed the victim by the throat. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser's office released a statement saying she's reviewing the matter, and it says, quote, unfortunately, it sounds like something that happens to a lot of people, a dispute over something minor, and we hope it is resolved quickly. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News.
2: An Arlington County man known for his work in the community was killed this past weekend while celebrating his 40th birthday in the Caribbean. WTOP's Dick Juliano. Kent Carter, a realtor and first vice president of the Arlington branch of the NAACP, was killed in the Turks and Caicos Islands. Arlington NAACP President Julius Spain says Carter and his longtime girlfriend, an airline employee, were returning from a jet ski outing when their vehicle was hit by gunfire.
4: The driver in them was taking them back to the Ritz-Carlton. On the way back, someone drove by, and a gang or
2: whoever, and, and, and shot up the vehicle. Spain says Carter was a giant in the community.
4: This has really shocked our branch and so many folks in Arlington because Kent not only is just well-liked, he's well-loved.
2: Another person in the vehicle was killed. Spain says Carter's girlfriend was uninjured. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. It's 8.05. With the trial less than two months away, lawyers involved in the case of the accused Potomac River rapist gave arguments on whether police followed the Constitution when they gathered evidence. WTOP's John Doman was in the courtroom. He tells us tonight... The judge expressed concerns.
5: The strongest evidence in the case is the DNA evidence police collected from the suspect, Giles Warwick, and his defense attorney has argued that Warwick was illegally coerced into providing it to police. During about three hours of hearings, it didn't seem like the judge was buying that argument. However, another judge has described evidence collected at the time that Warwick was arrested, which included goodbye letters and money, as consciousness of guilt. But this judge suggested the warrant used to collect that evidence may have been too broad. And that could keep a jury from seeing it. You have some work to do, he told the prosecutor, who has until next week to respond. A decision should come in about a month. At D.C. Superior Court, John Dome in WTOP News. Every day
2: they save lives and property in this area. Now dozens of first responders are in Florida, helping out after the devastation of Hurricane Ian.
1: Maryland Task Force 1 is the urban search and rescue team headed by Montgomery County Fire and Rescue. They've been in Florida since Saturday, searching for victims. You know, sometimes it's not just about delaying and breaching and breaking and
4: shoring. Sometimes it's managing and treating the human part of this.
1: Battalion Chief Chase Fabricio heads the task force. When you have somebody that has lost everything and get the initial worry off their shoulders. So least they don't have to worry about food water or shelter as they begin to focus on what comes next in the recovery process neil augenstein wtlp news
2: straight ahead here after traffic and weather, the biden administration had hoped to accelerate a program to protect against dangerous covid variants that could be down the road we'll learn what's holding up project covid shield it's 807 check out dc news now your new local news station in the dmv
1: With more reporters in the field than anyone else, and four locations throughout the DMV, we have late news, but not too late. Join us on DC News Now at 9 p.m. Visit dcnewsnow.com slash watch to
2: check your local listings, mornings, evenings, and late news that's
1: not too late. We'll see you there. These days, everything seems to cost a little more. To help, Andrews Federal Credit Union has raised their share certificate rates. Share certificates are a specific type of savings account. With higher rates, you earn more faster. Andrews Federal Credit Union offers great rates on share certificates, up to 2.85% APY to meet your savings goals. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Featured APY offers on a 61 share certificate. Other rates and terms available. Must have $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. It's 8:08. Slow or
2: slower clogged drains call michael and son and get $100 off a train cleaning today Traffic and weather on the eights and when it breaks with bob imler in the traffic center
5: Things are pretty quiet on the beltway both in maryland and virginia tonight not a whole lot happening at all Meanwhile in virginia new crash on southbound at 234 on dumfries road at interstate drive be alert for that on 66 the pace is good in both directions And on 395 and 95, there are no incidents or delays to report. Traffic continues to run well on uh, the Maryland side on 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Traffic on uh, 270 without delay between the Beltway and Interstate 70. Still investigating the crash on Route 4 southbound south of Waysons at Lower Pindell Road. And at last report, traffic was getting by a single file to the left there. And it works on a setup southbound on 301 between Marshall Corner Road and Route 6, getting by a single file to the left. 50 out to the Bay Bridge runs without delay. Visit FitzMall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzball.com TODAY, BOB EMILY, WTOP traffic. STORM TEAM FOUR'S AMELIA DRAPER.
6: THE REMNANTS OF EAND TURNED INTO A NOR'EASTER, FINALLY LOOSENING ITS GRIP ON OUR REGION. FOR TONIGHT, WE'LL CONTINUE TO HAVE CLOUDS CLEARING OUT WITH LOWS IN THE MID-40S TO MID-50S. MOSTLY SUNNY, NICE AND WARMER TOMORROW WITH HIGHS IN THE LOW TO MID-70S. MOSTLY TO PARTLY SUNNY ON FRIDAY. Highs in the mid to upper 70s, it will be breezy Friday afternoon and evening as a cold front moves through the area, but this cold front doesn't bring with it any rain. For the weekend though, we only start off in the 40s with temperatures Saturday warming to around 60s, so a cold day with a bit of a breeze. On Sunday, temperatures will warm into the low to mid 60s, mid to upper 60s by Monday. I'm Storm Team Four meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right
2: now at Tyson's it's 63, Crofton 60, LaFont Plaza 63, and gradually falling into the 50s, even the upper 40s in parts of our area. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15 percent on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to LongFence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 8:10 on WTOP. We very much appreciate your company tonight. Now, do you remember Operation Warp Speed? It was the Trump-era program that provided vaccine manufacturers with federal funding to help speed the development of a COVID vaccine. And despite all the chaos of that era, it did work. But President Biden now is having less success with similar efforts to defend against the next potentially dangerous strain of coronavirus. And let's take you live now to political reporter Adam Kankren, who's working on this story. Adam, welcome. The Biden administration even had a name for the new program, Project COVID Shield, which is very self-explanatory. Tell us what was envisioned and what's actually happening.
7: Thanks, and good to be with you. So what they were envisioning is essentially a revival of Operation Warp Speed. They would put federal money behind a lot of different vaccine candidates, the hope being that we would find the next generation of really great vaccines that might even be able to stop you know, transmission of COVID in addition to serious illness. Obviously, though, they've had a lot of trouble getting that st- stood up over the last several months.
2: Why is that happening? Is it money or something more?
7: Money is the main obstacle. They need about $8 billion from Congress. And in the grand scheme of things, not a lot. But there's a lot of Republican resistance to continuing to fund the federal COVID response. They say, look, we already approved trillions of dollars over the last couple of years. Why should we need to give you more at this point, especially now that a lot of the pandemic has really receded?
2: White House COVID response coordinator Ashish Jha told Politico, told you that he thinks this is a biosecurity issue as well as a pandemic preparedness issue so he seems to be putting it in a larger context than maybe some lawmakers might be thinking about
7: there is and he told us that's really one of the central concerns you know china has just uh, approved a needleless nasal vaccine for covid india has gone ahead and done the same there are u.s researchers who are now looking outside of the u.s for support for their own vaccine candidates and so the really the concern is that The U.S. that works so hard to lead the world in vaccine and treatment development is now falling really well, is falling well behind, you know, these global competitors. And, And that's a problem because, you know, we might not be able to get as easy access for those candidates that do end up working out.
2: Now, for, I guess the, the average person may be swinging by the Walmart pharmacy to get their special uh, uh, COVID vaccine that takes care of the latest variants. I mean, we're not behind quite yet. If you get that, it's about as up to speed as you can be, right?
7: Exactly. And what Dr. Jaw told us is that two things essentially can be true at once. Uh, the first being that we are in a good position right now. If you can go out and go get your booster now, you absolutely should. They're the best vaccines that we have available. But they're also trying to think for the long term for as this virus evolves, how do we continue to keep pace and make sure that people have the best protection? And so this is kind of thinking in the longer term, even as we now have the current tools that are able to to fight and keep people out of the hospital.
2: And I suppose a lot of this will depend on what happens in a little more than a month, the midterm election. If Congress is dominated by one party or the other, uh, could the White House get the money it needs to proceed or, or the opposite?
7: It's going to be tough. There is one more must-pass bill before the end of the year. They're hoping to tuck this money into that. If not, as we go into 2023, could be a lot more difficult if Republicans end up controlling one or both houses of Congress.
2: And finally, just out of the sake of fairness, what points beyond what you've said are the Republicans making about this? Are they just suggesting the uh, pandemic is over and, and we're on to the next thing?
7: Well, Republicans make the point that, you know, they've allocated uh, more than close to $2 trillion already of COVID aid. And they say, look, if we knew that this was going to be a problem, you know, why wasn't that money put, at least some of it, put toward, you know, keeping Warp Speed alive, the original Warp Speed alive, and then continuing it? And, and that's a fair question. There were a lot of things that we had to pay for uh, over the past couple of years. This didn't end up being one of them. And that is the major sticking point at this point.
2: Thank you for the update, Adam, and for your reporting. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Anytime. Adam Kankren there. He is with Politico. And we are learning that this new operation, beyond Operation Warp Speed, to try to fight the latest COVID variants and to keep up to speed, if you'll pardon the pun, it's not going well because there's very little money to fund it right now. We'll keep watching on WTOP. Coming up here in sports, the Nats close out their season, another National League wins one of the uh, one for the record books, I should say. Steve Dresner will have all that coming up for you right here on WTOP. So stay with us tonight.
5: Kids.org. Your car running or not could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. cars
1: kids. Donate your car today. Now
4: accepting donations of land, homes, buildings or any kind of real estate.
0: Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think
2: red. It's 8-15 now as we go to Steve Dresner.
4: And Timitri starting with baseball, and what a way to finish their year. And I'm speaking of the Nets. They're currently in the seventh inning from New York, trailing the Mets 9-2. Eric Fetty started on the mound for the Nets, only went two and a third, gave up nine runs, nine hits, struck out one, Walk two, the lone two runs for the Nats, thanks to an Alex call two-run home run in the fifth. Elsewhere around the National League, LA pitcher Clayton Kershaw struck out nine to help the Dodgers down Colorado six to one. LA finishes the season with a record of one eleven and fifty one, and thus becomes the National League's winningest team in more than a century since the Chicago Cubs did it back. In 1906, when they went 116 and 36 over to the American League earlier from Camden Yards, double hitter action. Game one found the O's downing the Blue Jays five to four. Game two, they fell to Toronto five to one. The final. We have preseason hockey action tonight from Capital One Arena, and currently they're in the second period as the Red Wings and Caps currently tied at one. Steve Dresner, WTOP Sports.
2: Top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. D.C.'s Deputy Mayor for Public Safety and Justice is now accused of assault after a Saturday afternoon argument outside a gym in Arlington over a car door hitting another car. Chris Geldart is on personal leave pending an investigation. A Northern Virginia NAACP leader was shot dead while vacationing in the Turks and Caicos Islands. Police say that Kent Carter was killed on Sunday when gang members opened fire on a van in which he was riding. President Biden has now toured hurricane-ravaged areas of Florida, surveying storm damage by helicopter and promising that federal, state and local governments will all be working together to rebuild homes and businesses as quickly as possible. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in just minutes. The widening of the Beltway in McLean could affect your cell service in the region. That is, unless VDOT and the service providers can figure out where to move a cell tower that's in the way. Fairfax Now reports the tower is right next to 495 at the Old Dominion Drive Bridge, which is being replaced as part of the Beltway's northern extension. VDOT has known the tower needed to be moved for more than a year, but AT&T and T-Mobile can't agree with VDOT on a new spot. The tower will be taken out of service in November, which the carriers say may cause intermittent wireless service disruptions in that area. 818. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Here's Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. On
5: 395 and 95 in Virginia, traffic continues to run well, but in Dumfries on 234 southbound, uh, near at the Dumfries Road connector is where the crash is reported to be with uh, traffic getting by under police direction. There, 66 runs without delay in both directions so far, but there should be some road work setting up later on tonight on 66. It may not come so much later. Sometimes they start to set up a little early. I believe they're already getting uh, underway eastbound in Manassas on 66. In the district, still with a crash on Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue at V Street. And... Uh, believe it's blocked in both directions there. Things are good on the Maryland side on 50 out to the Bay Bridge, on 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, and on 270 so far tonight. 301 southbound has the work zone between Marshall Corner Road and Route 6, getting by single file to the left, and still the investigation continues around the crash southbound Route 4. Uh, at Lower Pindell Road, at last report, though, uh, traffic was getting by single file to the left there. Starting at 10 a.m. this Saturday, beat the clock and save big at Regency Furniture. The earlier you shop, the bigger the discount. Save up to 60% off at Regency Furniture. Bob Inler, WTOP Traff. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper.
6: The sunshine finally making an appearance today, and as we head throughout the evening and overnight hours, we'll continue to have clouds clearing out with lows tonight in the mid-40s to mid-50s. Two nice days tomorrow and Friday. Plenty of sun tomorrow, warmer, and lighter winds with... Highs in the low to mid-70s. On Friday, mostly to partly sunny, breezy for the second half of the day. But highs in the 70s, mid to upper 70s. The breezy winds Friday with a cold front that cools us down for the weekend. Thankfully, though, we do have plenty of sunshine out there this weekend. But we'll start off with temperatures in the 40s. On Saturday, we warm to around 60. Sunday, we'll have highs in the low to mid-60s. And a bit of a breeze out there on Saturday. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. Reagan
2: National 63, BWI Marshall at 59, and Dulles 64, gradually cooling down to the 50s and upper 40s overnight. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Pay for half your new roof later and half never. Coming up on WTOP.
0: A federal fraud case has Maryland's governor on the witness
8: list. I'm Kate
0: Ryan.
2: Stay close. It's 820.
8: True economic equity and inclusion starts with empowerment. At Melwood, a leading employer, advocate, and preferred service provider for people with disabilities, we're committed to building a world where people with disabilities are fully included, starting with employment. When more people are empowered through employment, all of society benefits, and we can build a more sustainable, innovative, and equitable economy. Melwood is here to educate and partner with individuals and organizations to build a more inclusive workforce, develop pipelines, and provide strategies for equitable recruitment, hiring, and retention of people with disabilities. This is National Disability Employment Awareness Month, so ask yourself, What's your role in the equity equation? To learn more about how your company can diversify its workforce by recruiting and hiring people with disabilities, visit www.melwood.org. That's M-E-L-W-O-O-D.org.
1: 821. If your hair is thinning, there is only one company with the experience to grow your hair back. PAI Medical Virginia at 703-763-0118. Why? Their hair transplant technology is trademarked. Nobody else has it. PAI Medical Group has been specializing in hair transplants for over 25 years. Today, you'll receive $1,000 off their trademarked procedure, multi-unit hair grafting, or the Artist Robotic FUE. PAI Medical Virginia is so confident of the results you will have, they are giving you this offer when you call today. PAI Medical Virginia is only one of two clinics in the entire U.S. to have this technology. Go to PAIMedicalVirginia.com or call them right now at 703-763-0118 for a free evaluation. That's 703-763-0118. And grow your hair back. You're listening to WTOP News. 822, Maryland's Governor Larry Hogan
2: is on a list of witnesses in the federal fraud case against his former chief of staff. WTOP's Kate Ryan has our report.
0: Roy McGrath, who served briefly as Maryland Governor Larry Hogan's chief of staff, faces eight federal counts, including wire fraud and embezzlement, and court documents show that Governor Hogan is on the witness list. A question to the jurors, would the fact that the governor is a witness affect their ability to be fair and impartial? The charges stem from McGrath's exit from the Maryland Environmental Service. He got a severance package of more than $233,000, and he insisted that Hogan had okayed the arrangement. Hogan strenuously denied knowing of the deal and said he did not sign off on it. The Daily Record reports McGrath's defense wants to introduce recorded phone conversations in the case. McGrath's trial gets underway October 24th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News.
2: Governor Hogan's spokesperson says in a statement to WTOP, Hogan's office has been actively assisting on the ongoing investigations and they're confident the justice system will uphold the public trust. Election officials in Virginia have discovered a backlog of voter registration applications and changes submitted through the Department of Motor Vehicles. In a statement, Department of Elections Commissioner Susan Beals says intermittent computer network problems led to the discovery of about 107,000 voting-related transactions. They included address updates, new registrations, and other changes. The glitch has been resolved. No voter registration data have been lost, but the issue has increased the workload for those who are processing the applications. Virginia voters can check their registration status online. Well, more campaign twenty-two news, two zero two two or twenty twenty-two. We're following some developing political news out of Northern Virginia. After longtime Democratic delegate Mark Keem resigned last month, an election to replace him is coming
3: together for the weekend. Democrats will be selecting their nominee this weekend as they work to replace Keem. It'll be on Saturday, hosted by the Fairfax County Democratic Committee, with voters choosing from candidates Carl Frisch, a Fairfax County School Board member, and Holly Siebold, a nonprofit leader. This is in the 35th district. District, which includes Tysons, Vienna, Dunloring, and Oakton. Republicans plan to select their nominee on November
6: 5th. We're having the people in the 35th District come out and cast their vote for our candidate at that point.
3: Steve Knotts, chair of the county's Republican Committee, says they don't have a list of candidates yet, but they will soon. Nick Einelli, WTOP News.
2: Money News 25 and 55, and Joan Doniger.
9: This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The Elon Musk decision to go ahead with his purchase of Twitter, after all, is not a done deal. A Delaware judge says she will go ahead with preparing for a trial on the Twitter suit that was aimed at forcing Musk's hand in the matter. She says neither Musk nor Twitter has asked for a stay. OPEC and its allies say they have to protect their own economy, so they're planning to cut oil production by 2 million barrels a day to keep prices high above $90 a barrel. The move came closer to putting them there. Crude futures rose to almost $88 a barrel. The Biden administration says the president will release another 10 million barrels of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserves next month. Wall Street almost stretched the rally of the last two days a little bit further. But investors didn't hold on to positive territory. So they ended the session with losses of a tenth to a quarter percent. The Dow down 42, the Nasdaq 28, the S&P 8. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. Let's
2: check out the Asian markets so far. Tokyo stocks, they're up half a percent. KOSPI index for South Korea is up nearly one percent. And Australia, slightly lower, a quarter percent lower right now. A political truce of sorts between President Biden and the Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis, who could very well be running for the White House soon. This is all over relief for the people that have lost so much in Florida after the hurricane. Stay with us
7: on WTOP. Life is full of stressful situations. Going to the dentist shouldn't be one of them. At Nova Dental Anesthesia, they take the stress out of your visit to the dentist. Nova Dental Anesthesia offers a full range of dental services. And regardless of the
8: reason you walk in their door,
7: they are...
0: This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.
3: As an Alliant Energy
4: representative, I really enjoy helping businesses save.